Welcome to I Caught It on Audio. This is Water Cooler Chat Episode 22. I'm the 5th Academy Awards Best Picture, Part 2. Hello and welcome to I Got It on Audio, a 64 Tacos podcast. Today we are going to be finishing up our water cooler chat about the 95th Academy Awards Best Pictures. We've got five more to talk about, and I believe they are Avatar, The Way of the Water, Everywhere, every, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, and Women Talking. And we talked about the other five in our last episode. So if you wanted to go check that out, um, that might be fun too. Um, well, let's get right into it. Why don't we start with the Fablemans? Kind of start a little light. If I'm not mistaken, this is a semi-autobiographical uh, movie about Spielberg's childhood. It's a yep. coming-of-age story. And his growth into a film filmmaker. Yes, mm-hmm. how he found film and grew to love it and all that stuff. And yeah. also talks about his family and all that stuff. What did you guys think of this one? I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, it started out kind of slow and I, it, it took a little while to really grab me. But then once it did grab me, I was like all in. And uh, and it was, it was just a, a fun, lighthearted, enjoyable romp, if you will. Uh, yeah. It's, it, it kind of it, like, it's, it's not as good as the best Spielberg that exists, but right. um, it, it was still, it was still very enjoyable and like it had some really good moments and some really good character development parts. And, uh, um, you could see like how people were changing and how, and, and how everybody was kind of stuck in their own little patterns and their little worlds and stuff. And, mm-hmm. um, uh, and, and, and there were, there were parts too, like, you know, it kind of focuses on the main, the main guy, uh, the, the fable, what was his name? The fableman, the Sammy. The, Sammy. Yeah. Sammy Fableman. Uh, but uh, I think the, uh, uh, Michelle Williams and, and, uh, Seth Rogen, like, um, and- subplot really, yeah. really kind of, uh, you know, took center stage and, and kind of, um, like it wasn't, it wasn't super amazing or anything, but I just, I just liked how that there was that like tension, you know, in the family with the, with the, uh, the mother character, uh, kind of actually having the hots for the, was it his actual uncle or did they just call him uncle? They, um, they called him uncle. He was, yeah, um, that's what I thought. Really good friends with, uh, with the, with the father. Right. Uh, and, um, I don't know if we ever get the father's name. Um, yeah. But, um, he but was good play, friends with the father and worked for his father. Yeah. So. And Paul, Paul Dano was the, was the, um, the father, uh, he did an amazing job. Like the acting was really top notch and it I really absolutely, was. yeah. And I absolutely love the, uh, the David Lynch part at the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was such a great little, little yeah. ending little bit. Um, yeah. what did you think, Dan? Yeah, I, I basically agree with uh, pretty much all that. It, it's a uh, interesting. It's so it's yeah. It's out of you know broadly autobiographical. The ending was great. I, it was probably my favorite scene just because it's fun to see David Lynch 
<laughs> act, act like a weirdo. Yeah. Or just them filming David Lynch. You know? yeah. <laughs> he may have just been sitting in an office somewhere. I Spielberg wrote a movie around it. Yeah. yeah. Um, that, that was great. Uh, yeah, it was. I almost felt like they weren't, he wasn't sure how to end it. So he put this, this, uh, he made that the ending and it's, it's a highlight as far as like, you know, sort of like over the kind of over the top acting and, you know, big personality. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, um, it was not, not one of Spielberg's best movies, but I think that's just really mostly down to the subject matter and and the very inwardly looking, you know, I, I read that he, uh, had to, he wanted to wait until his parents were, were both dead before he made the movie because Mm, that's too personal, you know? Um, and who knows how, how public that, you know, the relationship with, uh, between his mother and, um, and the, uh, the Seth Rogen character was, you know, but mm-hmm. I can understand him not wanting to get that, but yeah, it, it was, it was oddly entertaining. It, it felt a little episodic, mm-hmm. like now here's this and then that, I mean, that's how lives are. So fair enough. But like the, the mood shift when he, when he went to high school when they, when he, when they moved, and you know, like the the beach movie, and I mean, again, yeah. these are just pieces of his life, more or less. But yeah, I, I thought it was a really interesting thing to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite movies uh, of this batch, nor is it one of my favorite Spielberg movies. But I'm glad mm-hmm. I watched it. I, I enjoyed it. And it feels an awful lot like it gets the the nomination just because it's a, Stu- a Spielberg movie. You know, it, yeah, that's that's what it felt like to me. Like, it's very it, it's very well made. Yeah, it is. I think my favorite scene was the. Um, where he's sitting outside of the, in the, uh, in the hallway at the school outside of the prom. Yes. Um, and mm-hmm. then, uh, the kid comes out yep. and like wants to beat him up, but doesn't. And he's so mad that he made him look so, like such a hero. Right. And then, um, then the other kid comes out and, uh, he is going to beat him up. <laughs> he is going to beat him up. <laughs> but then the, the first one protects him. And then he, then they're just like standing there after that, that conflict resolves and he's like, you don't ever tell anyone about this. And then he's like, don't worry. I won't, I won't tell anyone unless I make a movie about yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> Winks. Yeah. 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 I, I think I it does, really it does such a great job of, of like showcasing the power of film, uh, yeah. film, filmmaking and, um, uh, editing because uh, you know even even when he made that that movie which kind of the, the little home movie about when they were camping mm-hmm. which exposed to him his mother's relationship you know nobody yeah. else saw any of this stuff going on really you know like the hand holding and stuff like that right. but apparently they didn't like they're just all wrapped up in their own worlds and oblivious and but as he's cutting together this footage he's like wait a second what's going on here you know and then that changes the whole dynamic between him and his mother and his you know quote unquote uncle character um but uh but yeah yeah it really like that's the power of of film and the power of editing and um it's one of the things that i i think has come up already on the on the part one podcast um about about this about these movies um but also going forward here is like you know editing is actually really important (laughs) to the movie making process and um and you need to uh sort of hone what you're trying to say in the film because otherwise it can get really bogged down with with too much um too much vision too much uh 
whatever, you know, too much talking yeah. like I'm doing right now. So yeah. let's and move I'm, on to the I'm next gonna one. I'm going to edit this out, so don't worry Please about do. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's Please move do. on to um, an example of a movie that could have used some editing, Tar. Yes. Now, Zach, you said you just watched this one last night. I just watched night. it last night. Yep. What, uh, um, what were your thoughts on this? I So it, it was incredibly well done. And, um, I enjoyed most of it, uh, considering how like really, um, boring the subject matter is. Uh, but I think the thing that stands out the most, and I, I I think it's Kate Blanchett's performance, um, because holy crap, is she a chameleon? Like she can just take on the character and become the character. And honestly, like I, I, maybe it was because I haven't seen her in anything for a while, um, purposefully or otherwise, but I was just like, I was like, that's, that's really, that's Kate Blanchett. Are you serious? Because like, she just took over this, this character of Lydia Tarr and mm-hmm. became the character. And I was even reading on Wikipedia that the, um, the director guy said Todd field, I think is his name. Yep. Um, he said that he was not going to make it if she wasn't going to going to star in it. And that's, that's how important she was to this, this movie. And, uh, and I think that's really, for me, I, it's, it's kind of a throwaway film. I don't really care that much about what was going on with, with the character and the, and the things that were, that were happening. Uh, but her performance was just like, chef's kiss perfect you know like i i would i i hope she gets the the award for best best uh, actress and that's really what made it good for me uh yeah i uh i i admire this movie um it's not exactly enjoyable you're right the best part about it is the uh is the uh, acting performance um by kate blanchett but everyone's very good in the movie um it looks great um, it is very sort of slow paced. I, mean, I think that's intentional. I know Todd Field is kind of a, um, a, uh, a Stanley Kubrick disciple, and you can kind of feel that in mm-hmm. the, the very long shots, um, sort of meticulous, you know, uh, visuals. Um, and I thought it was, a, I thought it was interesting, uh, an interesting look at, you know, in, in a very, as you say, boring world, classical music is not the most thrilling thing uh, <laughs> for everybody. Um, but it was interesting to, to look at sort of um, being well known and respected and powerful and then, you know, still still being a shit uh, person. Um, take may, Maybe that's why you're a shit person. Maybe that, that helps you along being that way. But uh, she just was kind of confident she could hold everything together and do do whatever she wanted. And um, it eventually came back to bite her. Um, it's interesting. It's the kind of movie that I can I can admire. And I know absolutely I will never watch that movie again. Yeah. Um, yep. Even though I, I really, you know, I, I guess it could have been trimmed up a little bit. But I, I felt like it was really effective the way it was presented. Um, and I like that it. Um, that it sort of dug into it dug into how you, you have control and you have power until the moment that you don't. And it only takes a little bit to do. And then, and then it's up to you what, what you want to do with that. So she, you know, she can't help, even as the world starts to sort of fall apart, she still can't help herself by, by, by making stupid decisions yeah, right. um, that sort of accelerate. So I thought it was really interesting. I also thought the uh, one cool part of the movie um, was um, 
when she goes back to what Indiana or New York or wherever she's from. Um, and, uh, and you see her in her childhood bedroom and you sort of realize that she, she, she isn't even really a Leonard Bernstein student. Like she, she sort of has built this story about herself. She just really likes like, like she was just inspired by him mm-hmm. and her actual name's Linda Tarr, T-A-R-R, not, you know, yeah, not European. Um, and then her brother's like, oh yeah, sorry. Or should I say Lydia? Right. You know, and he's just like not impressed because she's desperately trying to escape this um, by becoming the sophisticated woman of the world. And, and all falls apart for there's another, another great scene, but I, I think I'll let you talk about it, Dave, because we, we had briefly mentioned this uh, when we were uh, watching the Super Bowl. There's the scene with uh, when she's teaching at uh, Juilliard or wherever. Yeah, that, that's that's the one one thing I took away from this movie. It, it's the, the movie's extremely boring and I didn't I didn't enjoy watching it very much at all. But the um, the scene where he's where she's um, she's teaching and there's a student who says he he does he do, has never listened to how oh, is i, I don't bach. remember bach, doesn't is it bach? Like bach. Okay. yeah doesn't like bach because of you know bach's uh masculinity or whatever you know blah 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 and um she's she basically the the one line that really caught me was the line that she says she says don't be so eager to be offended and i thought that is a yeah. perfect line for um for our current culture right now um yes i we don't want you know when people are doing bad things they need to be held accountable for them but also man we just just don't don't look for everything to to be offensive to you is is what i took away from that yeah. like if if you're constantly looking for an opportunity to be offended you're going to be offended so maybe just take it easy a little bit. Um, so yeah, was there more on that that you wanted to say, Dan? Oh, I no, I mean I agree. It's it's funny because we talked a little bit about this last week off, you know, off air. But um, it's just interesting how um, sometimes you can be you can be right, but because yes. you're being such an ass about <laughs> it, you know, like it doesn't really right. matter. Like she she makes her point. She makes it well enough, and then she just keeps grinding and grinding until the like the uh, the student is just like you know she, what she I'm breaks out of him. Here. Right. Yeah, she, yeah. She, she she needs to win so badly that she can't yeah. just plant a seed and say hey here's where here's where I come from. But you know, obviously, what you do is your choice, and then just like walk away from it. Instead, she has to be such a jerk about it. And the interesting thing is that did become uh, that she did get a consequence from that one later on. Yes, they, yeah, they that, edited. That they, they weren't supposed to be, Yeah, they weren't supposed to be filming it, but the students some some of the students were filming it, and uh, and they edited it together and released it. Uh, uh, you know, uh, something yeah. really damaging to her, even though it wasn't. I mean, she was acting really inappropriately in that setting but um at the same time it's like the way they edited it together made it way way worse and it it was it was bad it was bad teaching yeah but it wasn't it wasn't what they what it appeared to be you know in in the edit which was ironically that was a case where her arrogance got her into trouble but she wasn't actually doing anything specifically wrong you know that, that you that's like criminal or anything 
But then that's kind of the thing that that brought it from, well, no one's really picking this story up, so I think we're okay, to, oh, now it's big and you're going to lose your, your, you know, your conductorship and, and your position mm-hmm. in, in your whole life. Yeah. Um, I also think that was interesting about that scene is that it was it was all one take. It was a super long take. And it yeah. was yeah. the the it's just it's so impressive that Kate Blanchett pulled that off um, like the whole movie, just flawlessly it's just it's just really really again this movie is very impressive to me yeah. but i do not wish to revisit it and it's not exactly enjoyable but sometimes i like to see movies like that even if they're about gay cowboys <clears throat> last year <laughs> but, um, yeah sometimes the movies I, they're not exactly enjoyable but i i still feel like i've gotten something out of the movie and that's how i felt about this one i got something out of it i don't I got- know that i need to revisit it I got something out of it too. At the very end, when she's conducting for the uh, co- the Monster Hunter cosplayers, <laughs> that was that was a perfect ending for yeah. her. Well, yeah. I, I I like how she's still she's still trying to play it straight and yeah. and, and dignified, and that's yep. great. I mean, that's what she should do, I suppose. Yep. Put your all into it, and in the end, it's it's does she she must care about music to some degree yes you know that's kind of what the last little portion of the movie told yep. me she cares about the music it's everything else that got her into trouble is she mm-hmm. cared about the the life and in the perception another yeah. cool scene too before we move on here uh when 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 she threatens the child at the school that was amazing oh, yes yeah that was, that was good. Yep. <laughs> yeah that was that was oh my gosh yes and then also as, the, as a uh, parent i've wanted to be that like this yep. character is kind of like what I wish I could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you um, if you weren't if you weren't a complete asshole yeah. and you just didn't try to stop yourself, if you had if everyone was telling you you were great the whole time, right? Maybe you would have it up like that. You how know? come people don't tell me that I'm great so I can so I can be this way? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I also anyway. love the the accordion scene when uh, when the next door neighbors come <laughs> yeah. over and they're like, oh, yeah. just keep it down," and she she breaks out this accordion and just starts singing like. Like the worst possible song oh, about about the neighbor who died and <laughs> what's so great about that scene is that is how when they knock on the door she's she's annoyed but she's like well yes of course you're welcome i'm glad you enjoyed it and they're like yes. no can you just shut no. up please yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she just starts cracking up because they, like, no, no, no. they, they don't get it they're not quote sophisticated enough well, yeah and, and the thing is they're not even like hey can you stop they're just like can you let us know when you usually practice so right. we can not hide it from, yeah. <laughs> yeah we can we can hide it from the perspective renters yeah. <laughs> and she anyway. just undermines her thought anyway but yes yeah, so there's plenty let's, plenty uh, to think about but we can move on let's move on to women talking um i think everybody got to this one too right yep yep um zach why don't you, why don't you start i don't know where to start on this one uh it's it was very depressing um not because of what was happening right then and there but what it, it referred to had happened um, yeah. the despicable things that happened to these these women at this colony uh, mennonite colony i believe yep um and it was it was just them trying to hash out what whether they're going to stay and fight or leave and get the crap out of there. And, uh, and it was ex- incredibly emotional. Uh, and it was, I, it, I mean, there, there was a lot to, uh, I, I hate to say enjoy. <laughs> um, it was, it, it was an empowering movie and that's, that's what I Absolutely. really liked about it. Well, the, the acting on this one 
too was was phenomenal. I yeah. just yes, yes. these women just gave you so much of their soul with their with their performances, and yeah. you just felt oh, just and just, and by yeah. a lot of the cast that was not Francis McDormand, you know, because we all know Francis McDormand's acting chops from Fargo, oh, and oh you yeah, know, she's incredible. All the other other things she's been in, and she's amazing, and and she was very like back burner. Uh, which I thought was cool because it's like, yeah. you know, she's this sort of matriarch type of character. Um, but it's really about, you know, the younger, younger cast and, and what they, what they had to, what the characters had to go through. Um, yeah, it, it was, it was a very, very moving movie. And I, I liked a lot of the subtextual elements. Like I'm pretty sure the, uh, the Ona character who was pregnant, uh, she, the, the father was, uh, his name was August. Uh, that that's like that wasn't explicitly told but i'm pretty sure that was that was what had happened right like she August wasn't was not the father no no August was August, in love with her yeah he, her rapist was the father oh okay all right well yeah. i i, I would he he seemed to kind of take on that sort of like fatherly you know husbandly type of thing even though they're yes. they weren't actually together um yeah yeah, he uh, he wanted to be with her. Yeah, um, and he wanted to love, you know, take care of and love the child, even though it wasn't his. Yeah, um, because he loved her, you know. Um, but yeah, it, the child I'm I'm almost certain was her rapist's child. Okay, yeah, that's and, what cause, I got. Yeah, because right they were anyway. questioning whether she was would even be able to love the child because it would be a reminder of what had happened. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I was watching it at 1 a.m. last night, so uh, forgive me if, if I don't get all of the plot details exactly correct. Yeah. Unacceptable. Um, yes. Yeah. Fired. Yep. Um, yeah, Dan, what did you think of this one? Yeah, I mean, very, very much, again, the same thing. It, it was, um, I mean, I feel like that's, it's important to to get these ideas. And, and I mean, it's based on a true story, so it's not, you know, the, the opening title card is a uh, uh, an act of female imagination mm -hmm. which when i saw that i was like i was kind of like oh, okay that seems a little like you know um sort of portentous and over the top but then you realize that the reference is to the fact that the um elders in the community um tried to gaslight the women who were raped by telling them that, that these were these were wild female imaginings you know so yeah. um I, I think it's it's the kind of thing that's really important to see the performances were amazing i i guess the point was to sort of highlight the drabness of the existence but the the sort of like color grading was so bland that i was like what well, it doesn't i don't know that's not really the most important thing but it was very noticeable how brown and gray uh, and drained of color it was mm -hmm. um yeah. but you know maybe they were they were going for a thing and i it didn't ruin the movie or anything uh, it was just something that i noticed um yeah the performances were all really good it was interesting to hear them grapple with the sort of intersection of faith and forgiveness and you know violence and and sexual assault and you know they're worried about their their uh you know their long-term um, you know, uh, in the next life sort of consequences of the decisions, yeah. but also, you know, one of the good lines was, I think Ona said it, um, she said, are you, when someone says we, we, we must, we must forgive them because we must, um, we must, uh, you know, we must get to heaven. Mm -hmm. She says, is there nothing in this life worth living for or something yeah. to that effect? Like yep. surely, surely there's some joy to be had in this life, you know, some of that general idea. So I, 
I thought it was an interesting exploration of what, you know, what do you do when you're in, this is very literally patriarchy, you know, it's very much controlled by men. And of course, you know, that's the thing that's been in the culture lately and for good reason. So, yeah, I mean, is it fun to watch this kind of movie? No, no, nope. <laughs> no, not, not so at sure. All. I'll revisit this anytime soon, but, but if I'm being honest, I will watch it again before I watch tar again. Yeah, I yeah. was just thinking that in my head as I was talking. I was like, you know, because I feel like there's more to get out of this movie by watching it again um, than there was than there would yeah. be from Tar. Or or watching it with someone and then to to have a conversation about it afterwards. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, it, I feel like it's it's grappling with with even more important things than than arrogance and you know um and power and and things like that. Those have relevance too. But I yeah, I really don't have much much bad to say about it um enjoyable is not quite what i would call it but it was it was gripping and it was fascinating the and, only, um the only yeah. complaint i have about this one was how difficult it was to watch it it's like why wasn't it in the theater when it was supposed to be in the theater and then why was why what like yeah. i i wound up buying it on uh google um whatever which I, I don't mind doing. I, I, I saw, I spent less money on this than I did on avatar. Um, but it, it, it's like they didn't have it available for anyone to watch, which is just frustrating. Um, yeah. I mean, I saw, I saw it in the theater. It just wasn't a wide release, you know, yeah. like, um, and you know, it's, it's, it's a smaller budget movie that didn't get as much backing. So that's, and also I think they suspected that this wasn't going to be a, a box office, you know, you know, huge winner because it's not that kind of movie. Yeah. I mean, according to this, it made 6.2 million box office. And yeah. I, it could speak to the male dominated Hollywood yeah. industry that is suppressing. Um, where, whereas the, uh, the awards, you know, maybe aren't quite as they're yeah. a little bit more diverse. And so, you know, people can vote vote the way they want. And this, this one, can rise up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of box office, um, how about Avatar Way of the Water? Now, Zach, you didn't see this one. Did not see it. Nope. Um, Dan, you saw this one, right? Yep. Yep. You I saw it in the theater. theater. What did you think of the newest part of the Free Willy expanded universe? <laughs> uh, not enough Michael Jackson songs, I'll tell you no. that. Um, <laughs> But, uh, I, you know, this is a very visually impressive movie. Um, and James Cameron knows how to make a movie that's entertaining, especially when it comes to visuals. Um, I feel about it a lot like I felt about the first Avatar, where you're, you've got so much to look at when it's happening. Um, this probably had a little more meat on the bone than the first one, which was an incredibly simplistic, you know, and trope heavy plot. Um, there was a little more going on, but like it almost wasn't great because it was kind of confusing. Also, I haven't seen that movie since it came out and I didn't rewatch it. So they kind of explained it. And I remember most of the stuff, but there was some confusing stuff about, uh, you know, where teenage Sigourney Weaver, who's like there's something about the like the all tree or whatever and like i, I don't I, I was where certain characters came from was sort of kind of half explained but yeah the they basically um some of the avatars were able to reproduce 
um, with the with the Navi somehow, and they don't they they didn't really go yeah. into how it was that mildly confusing, happened. but it, it does it doesn't matter. But that's that's ultimately the thing. It, yeah. it doesn't matter. No, it's all about the technology, and it's very very impressive. Water is not easy to do, especially water interacting with stuff. And you know, I wouldn't say that I thought this was a great movie. Um, this is this was good because it was Yeah, this is fine. Is what I felt about it. Um, you know, like I said, James Cameron makes makes entertaining movies. You know, and also if you want me to feel something, just injure hurt an animal. So like right. when they were hunting the whale, I'm like, no, right. Uh, <laughs> but you know, um. Overall, I'm kind of like I glad I saw it. I like to see these kind of huge spectacle movies in the theater because that's where they they sort of envelop your senses the best. So I'm fine with doing it. I'll probably watch the next one when it comes out. Um, it certainly was a success because it's the third biggest movie ever already. Um, right. And uh, you know, I would say good, but you know, I, I don't care that much about this world. The the whole you know the whole it it's not Avatar terribly interesting world. there's nothing new going on in in navi world or wherever this I, I, pandora is that what it's called yeah pandora um there's it's it's all just rehash of movie tropes that have already been run to death and the only thing worth seeing is the visual effects and yes these are you know top of the line elite incredible special effects but i don't think that just because I, for me, it doesn't, it's not enough to make me go want to go see a movie just because it has great special effects anymore, because a lot of movies have great special effects. And then you look at movies, um, other movies like, um, like women talking where they use just camera work and lighting to tell the story. And yes, it was very drab and dark in that, in that, uh, you know, visually, but that's because that's the story, the feel they were trying to convey, and they did that on no budget at all. So you can have a very effective storytelling experience without spending a billion dollars on special effects. So I just kind of wonder why, why we're going to be getting well, at least three more of these now, at least one more. Um, I, I, I think it's, three, it's four, and five were all slated. Yeah. Three, is, three is, I think, three is mostly filmed. Um, they made them together with two, okay. but then they haven't done all the uh, the special effects. So they were just making sure that the because the special effects budget is in the hundreds of millions on these movies, right? So yeah, yeah. Um, it's but ridiculous. I think I think three is filmed, and then what Cameron said was, if this thing makes two billion dollars, then we're going to get four and five. You know, okay. so we're probably going to get them all, or yeah. they'll die. Well, you know, the thing that disappoints me the most is that James Cameron, you know maker of aliens and terminator 2 and true lies um what else titanic. uh titanic um you know uh the abyss all these like incredibly interesting and entertaining movies is going to spend his last 30 years of his life making avatar yeah, yeah it's and so it. frustrating now it's i i think i enjoy the movies enough to like be like okay i'll watch it and i like it but i i think i liked uh top gun maverick more and it's the same type of movie <laughs> It's still well, you an know, entertainment movie. I you liked, know, I liked Battle Angel more than than oh, this. Yeah. His his I, other I like super too, yep. spectacular uh, um, special effects 
endeavor that he did recently. Why why aren't we getting more of that? And I understand it didn't sell in the box office, so blah blah blah, the money and all that stuff. I get it, but but that's more interesting. But but he passed yeah. that off in order to make Avatar. That's why Robert Rodriguez made the Battle Angel movie. He was just a producer in the end because he chose. He was looking at the dude. He's just interested in the ocean and special effects. Yeah. That's what he's interested in. And like yeah. he has every right to do that. I just oh, it course. makes I just think about the like eight to ten movies he could have been making at the in this sort of back half of his career and instead we're gonna get five avatars and I'm and, like shrug, you know? And where the hell is Titanic two, three, and four? Seriously, exactly. guys. The first <laughs> so, the first one made so much money. Why haven't they made the next yeah, one? Come on. Yeah. Bring up um, zombie jack and <laughs> Did it need to be three and a half or three hours and 15 minutes long? That's really what no, I'm curious about. No, no, didn't. no, this didn't need to be that long. And that's okay. the thing. Cut your, bud- your budget in half for special effects and make a shorter movie. Well, yeah. and there's okay. too, many, too many subplots. So like they have this whole subplot among the children of, you know, Jake and um, whoever is always Saldana's character's name is. I don't I can never remember anything about these these characters because they're yeah. so they're so boilerplate. So there's subplots with the kids getting along with the kids of the water tribe that they've right. met. And and I'm they spent a lot of time on it, but it was all so they have all these things, all these balls in the air, but they're all like just trope fests full of nothing but cliches. So you're like, you have all this stuff going on. You you could have trimmed that whole section where they're learning to be, you know, part of the tribe. That was like a good 45 minutes that could have been done in like 10. Yeah, yeah, but it, could, it was could have been at least an hour shorter. All just to showcase the special effects, all the yeah. underwater effects. That's, that's what this whole thing is. Yeah. Um, and I we saw this in the theater. I spent seventy odd dollars to take how the family. Did, how did you spend seventy dollars at uh, the theater? We bought all the food and oh. tickets. And so you spent thirty dollars on tickets and then forty dollars on food. Yeah, something like oh, that. Geez. Well, you know, it's a special event and blah yeah, blah and blah. It was you know. you know it was going out for lunch essentially. Yeah, um, yeah. And and watching a movie. And let me tell you, I was very confused when my seat started being very hot oh yeah yeah <laughs> i did that too i bumped it with my I, hip we went to the uh, the phoenix or what was yeah. it it's uh, something like that i don't know what it was but well, they the, had yeah. heated seats well the seats in this i yeah. thought i was on fire yeah <laughs> like, you're like these nodules went right through me yeah. no, <laughs> uh, no they're, they're all reclining seats with heaters like uh, optional heaters but if you bump it with your hip because you're fat like yeah. you know me and Dave, like i am and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> i had that happen one time too and i was like oh why is my butt warm oh, yeah. oh i got it and then you know turn it back off and then (laughs) and then it was really cool for like the first half hour that the whole seat was shaking but by the time we were three hours in i just kind of felt nauseous it's Mm. like why why do we need why can't i turn this off i don't think i have the d box in, in that movie Lucky. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky. No, I, I don't remember having the D box. I, I, I don't, I don't find, I don't find it off putting, but I find it utterly unnecessary. I didn't like it. I mean, I thought it was cool at first. It was a neat little gimmick, but for a three hour and fi- you know twelve minute long movie, it's, it was too much. You know what it makes me think of the uh, what was it the 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 Rumble box or whatever for the N sixty four controller. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> the controller pack. Yeah. yeah. Except you know what? I can take that Rumble pack 
back out of the controller if it's becomes yeah, too well, annoying. Throw it in the trash if you want. Put your hands into the guts of the seat and ripped out, ripped out the motor or something. But yes. yeah, no, I, I find that a little bit silly. Um, but you know, I, I also didn't find it where it really bugged me either. I just got used to it. But yeah, I would say you know, fine. But was it worth the you know four hundred million dollars that it was spent on it to make it? Well, it was financially because it made two point two five billion dollars so far. But um, I like I like you said, a lot of these movies that we've seen have been made for a fraction of the budget. In fact, the next one, unless you have something to add, Zach. Uh, nope, I think we're done with Avatar. <laughs> yeah. um, Please, the, the next one had the most amazing and and, and uh, visual visuals on the screen, and it did it for like twenty million dollars. Yeah, everything, yeah. everywhere, all at once. Yep. Yes, was so much fun. This movie, I don't know where it came from. I, I didn't research anything about it or anything like that, but it was so good. Like the moment. He starts singing or starts reciting the lyrics of uh, this, this is the story of a girl um, to to her as as how he as a way to bring her into re- realization that the worlds are colliding. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember the exact lines that he uses, but <laughs> he says something about your hair doesn't fall quite just right. And, um, and it's basically just the lyrics from this is the story of a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this was going to be my favorite movie <laughs> yeah. because it is so zany and so much fun. And, Oh, the story is so compelling. Then <laughs> the, okay. Well, I, I'm going to go on forever. So I'm going to let you guys talk for a little bit first. So what did you guys think of this movie? You, you oh, go this- ahead, Zach. This movie came out of nowhere. Uh, how many months ago? I don't. I don't even know. And it was getting so much buzz that I just I bought the uh, the 4K Blu-ray for it um, okay. without any sort of under uh, like blind buy. I just I just bought yeah. it and I watched it. And I was like, holy crap, that was amazing. I enjoyed the shit out of that. And I'm really surprised that it's even nominated because of how far back. Because usually you have like you know nomination season where all the movies that are going yeah. to be nominated come out right about you know now or the the previous month. Yeah. December is usually what it is. And so for this one to get in here is actually really telling uh, about you know how people responded to it and what they, what they thought about it. And I, I, it's got so many great moments. And I, I think the first time I watched it, I was like, well, this is a little bit long. And then the second time I watched it, I was like, it's, it's a good, it's a good amount. Like it's of, of all of these movies that we've watched, I think this one is okay being a little bit longer because it is such a visual feast and it's got such a great underlying story. Like there's all the stuff happening, but there's, there's this really, really powerful, story about a, a mother and her daughter and a mother trying to um come to grips with her life not being what it was and and not you know the the longing for what she would really prefer it to be and right. and just accepting you know coming to the acceptance of it not only of herself but of her her husband of her daughter her whole family and uh and i just it, it's amazing I, and i really hope it wins honestly i really do, I do what do too. you think dan yeah, I, uh, I I heard about this movie, but um, I didn't catch it in the theater. I kind of wish I had, um, but I, I did watch it, um, you know, like, like a month ago or something. Um, and uh, it it was there was so much going on, um, which is what's great about it, because I, I really 
am excited to watch it again um, because you can't really quite catch everything the first time. Uh, it's this weird combination of like absurdity and action and kung fu and sci-fi and and just it, it tries to do everything everywhere all at once, right? Like it's yep. the, the title's perfect because it's just. They just throw everything at the wall and most of it sticks. I did. There was a bit of a lull kind of like, you know, an hour and a half into the movie where I was like sort of fatigued, but yeah. then it, it pulled me right back in, you know, like it, it kicked back into gear and, uh, and um, no, I, I thought it was fantastic. Uh, one thing that's interesting about these filmmakers, uh, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinart, other than having terrible names that nobody likes um they uh their previous movie i don't know if you guys saw swiss army man oh yeah that is a truly that is also bizarre but like it leans more to towards it's very it's similar in a lot of ways but it doesn't work quite as well yeah as as this one um and then the other thing that they're known for is uh the uh turn down for what uh video okay yes yes (laughs) yeah so, Dave, I know that you enjoyed that, too. And, Zach, it sounds like you've seen it. Yep. That's one of my I favorite music videos video. ever. So it totally makes sense when you realize that you're like, oh, okay. Yep. That, that sensibility sense. totally makes sense. Yeah, I, I really have no, nothing bad to say about it. Uh, all the performances are great. It was great to see um, James Hong, um, the, uh, yeah. the grandpa, back mm-hmm. again. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis seemed to be having a lot of fun as uh, oh, she was what was so her good. name? Uh, Deirdre Beardra or something? <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> name. Ridiculous. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I think Michelle uh, uh, Yo. Michelle Yo is amazing. Yo. Oh, she's um, so good in everything. It was and really the- cool to see Kehu Hui Kwan again, you know, uh, mm-hmm. short round from yep. from Temple of Doom. Um, just, I, I, it's, I've struggled to come up with the bad things to say about it. Um, it was chaos. It was just utter chaos the entire movie, but it was great. Even the hot dog fingers. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite line was, I got bored one day and I put everything on a bagel. Everything. Oh, yeah. All my hopes and dreams. <laughs> every breed of dog, every last personal ad on Craig's list, sesame, poppy seed, and salt. Yeah. <laughs> everything bagels are the worst. Facts. <laughs> so good and the rakakuni yeah rakakuni was amazing oh yeah. so that's like yep. a throwaway bit in this movie that was so amazing and about it's it. just hilarious and it yeah. keeps coming back to it and stuff it's yeah. so yeah. wonderful <laughs> yeah. <on> my shoulders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. steering with the hair like moving the hair around it steers. Yeah. yeah if uh this this is probably the movie i enjoyed the most of all of them they gave me the most sort of like laugh out loud sort of like enjoyment uh, yeah. of, of all the movies uh, and that would be I, cool to get one as well i was so surprised with how good this was i it was just such a joyful two and a half hours just and it was it took you on a roller coaster ride of emotions too you know because you there there's all the zaniness which is so much fun but also there you genuinely genuinely felt for the the parents uh-huh and their relationship with one another and the relationship with the kid and the, you know the kid's relationship with their parents and how that that whole dynamic it's, it's just so well written yeah. it's so enjoyable and isn't uh, it, isn't it funny to see a movie that deals with sort of like 
hard like tiger mom like like uh ideas of being really hard on your kids mm-hmm. and and um and family dynamics and and how how difficult it can be you know to to maintain uh love over a long period that also featured a scene where a guy dive bombed a uh a butt plug <laughs> yep. in slow motion yep. <laughs> and you're somehow like yes Proceeded to kung fu fight with it in his butt for at least about thirty to forty seconds. Yeah. Just, just ridiculous, and but but so much fun. Like oh, that's I, so good. Yeah, the ability to surprise and 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 have the utter chaos going on was just. It, yeah. it was all kinds of fun. And I absolutely love uh, right near the end when they're, when they're going back to the IRS and um, the uh, the joys. Um, uh, girlfriend uh, drops them off and drives them there in her car and and um the mother she says um she says uh you need to you need to grow your hair out right and, and i and i love i absolutely love that because she's not saying you need to grow your hair out she's saying thank you and i love you and it's all it's all in there yep. in that yeah. package but that's how she expresses herself right yeah it uh, takes two hours for that idea yeah. that she was planted early on when when her daughter is telling her girlfriend no she'll she'll, she'll criticize you but it's because she loves you right um yep. and it takes that, that whole period and then you know of course the the, the girlfriend is just happy Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. she, she she feels included even if it's not a hug and you know and like in warm words you know right that's yeah. not everybody relates that way you know yeah yeah lots of fun i that was it was it was i wish i'd seen it in the theater mm-hmm. i wish i'd have purchased it instead of rented it yeah yeah no you're you're right <laughs> yeah so what do you guys think um of these five what's your favorite Everything everywhere. Pretty yeah. unanimous. Yeah. I, that yeah. was the most so fun. Um, there, I, there's no doubt about it. Everything everywhere. And then of the 10, do you guys still, is it everything everywhere? Or do you think uh, you guys had banshees in the last five? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's still everything everywhere because that's the one that I want to rewatch. Yep. I, I even, I want to rewatch it right now. I know. <laughs> just talking we just about talked it. about it. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, I might have to go buy that and, uh, and just watch it. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I'd be fine with either of those two. Those are my two favorites. They're they're very different movies. Um, oh yeah, and they're they're both very funny in their own way. Uh, what whereas that's not the point of either movie. They're all they are also very funny. So I'd be happy with either of those. I also liked, um, I, you know, there's a big drop off because yes, tri- Triangle of Sadness, I guess, would probably be my third. Mm-hmm. Maybe Women Talking or Fablemans. I don't know, but. Those two do feel like they stepped away from the other, the rest of the movies for me. I would be thrilled actually if Women Talking won. It's not my favorite, and it's not the one that I want to win. But if it did win, that would it would be I, I don't know something would make me feel good about it because <clears throat> it only made six million dollars. Why? Well, yeah. And it would it would mean more people would see it. Yeah, I mean the fact that it got nominated it. is good because it makes makes people more likely to check it out. But if it wins. Then it goes yeah. on. It goes on the list of oh, that's an Oscar winner. You know, I should right. I should watch watch that for years to come. But yeah, I I, I can't say I enjoyed it nearly as much as um, Banshees or, or everything ever at once. But but it was what it what, what it was trying to accomplish was very different and accomplished it just as well as those movies did. Just the goals Absolutely. were different. I'd be fine with Banshees or Triangle of Sadness winning, but my pick is Everything Everywhere All at Once. That's that's the one I want to I, I want to win. Yeah. How about you, Zach? Same here. Yep. Everything everywhere all at once was uh, just a 
just a great roller coaster ride of insanity, absurdity. Um, remembering the, uh, the the dildo fight scene, <laughs> um, it, it's just it's just yeah. so wonderful. And yeah, like you said, Dan, you know there is that kind of lull in the middle, but I, I don't. I think it's appropriate. Like you need a little a, a time to breathe. Yeah, to, to, you need because a if it was if it was just from start to finish, all of that, you would you would be exhausted by well, the end. Of I it. think you, I think you could do it, but it couldn't be it had to be under two hours then yeah you know if you're gonna have it be over two hours you needed a little breathing (laughs) point um for sure now i i i I want i'm just curious here um what did um did you watch any of these many of these movies with your spouses and or children and what what were their thoughts remy remy loved all of them equally she (laughs) yeah she she slept through them all yeah uh, I watched, I think the only one we watched, watched together as a family was Elvis and the, the, uh, the boys went off like after, after about a half an hour, uh, Teresa didn't really, she was okay with it, but she didn't, she was kind of in the same boat that I was, which was, she was like, why is this not really about Elvis or, you know, right. is this, um, and then, uh, everything all everywhere all at once, uh, because I've watched that one twice now is, um is was the one that uh everybody had seen in bits bits and pieces and they all enjoyed it what they saw of it anyway they were they were flabbergasted like what is this what's going on why <laughs> you know <laughs> but the rest of them i was all it was all just me because jamie watched all of them with me um and she's she's not uh, very similar in thinking to the way i, f- I felt about them like she liked everywhere ever- Excuse me, everything everywhere. She did not like Banshees of Inisherin. Like she understand the, she liked the, she, she respects the quality filmmaking, but she did not enjoy watching that movie. Well, um, fingers getting cut off is not really something you want to be watching. And then right. flung and, and at it, doors. It, it mm. was it was the, <laughs> it was the whole just constant. There's there no reprise from the yeah. uh, from the constant um, drudgery. Um, I don't think she really, we watched with Zach, uh, with Jack, we watched, um, all quiet on the Western front. We watched Elvis, um, Top Gun and Avatar. And he watched Fableman's also last night. So, and I think he liked all of them. I mean, as much as you can like all quiet, I, yeah. Um, oh. it's more of a sit, watch it in school and have it affect yeah. you than it is a, like, I can't wait to see that again, you know. Like at the end, I mean this he uh he got up and was like, Well, there's there's no plot armor in war, I guess. Yeah. You know, he's he's used to Iron Man is is not gonna die because Iron Man's needed for the next movie, you know. Well, yeah, that's that's the thing. I mean, this is a this it's it's a it's a I mean, I guess they could do all on the Western Front too, World yeah. War Two, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but like uh, yeah, so, no, it's I, the boys I have grown up. Interesting <laughs> perspective on it. Um but I I think he enjoyed all of them too. Um I mean Maverick's enjoyable. Way of the water's fun if you're a kid and it's you know this big spectacle yeah. that you've never seen before. Um and Fableman's a fun family story, and uh, what Elvis? The music was great in Elvis, so you know he he really loves music, and it was good for him to see that. So that's how that's how the family liked those. Okay, so let's say we all are we've got we've set out what our preferences are. 
Who do you think is going to win? I think Banshees is going to win. I, th- I think I think so too. Yeah, I think so too. It's yeah, it's the most likely it's of the all of most these. I Oscar think Oscar ready movie, and yeah. it's also and also it's not. It's you could say it's a, a bit like Tar or a bit like Women Talking in that it's it's a very serious you know film. Yep. But like of those three, it, it's the funniest. It has the most sort of you know humor and sort right. of warmth. I know that's weird to say, but no, um, you're right though. Uh, I, I feel like it's it's a very serious play style movie, like you know, especially like Women Talking. Th- those two are are very much like plays, but um. Mm-hmm. Of the two, it I think it gives a little bit more. It's got a little little violence and a little bit of humor and absurdity. Uh, whereas Women Talking is just very serious. And there's 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 some there's some sort of like release like relief moments when women are like laughing together about things. Yeah. Um. But uh, for the most part, um, it's just it's just very dour. But yeah, I, that's that's where I what I would I would say Banshees for that reason. It feels the most like an Oscar movie. Um, yep. What do you? What would you think would happen if a movie like um, Top Gun Maverick won? Like that, that's <laughs> the least likely of all these movies to win to you. That's yeah. what it feels like to me. Like it, I, it was fun. I, I'm and I'm great. They 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 chose a movie that made a ton of money and everybody seems to really enjoy. I think but, Avatar is less likely, but I I know exactly what you're saying though. It it does yeah. not feel like either of those two should win the best picture. Well, Avatar, like, I could see them sort of giving it to him because of the breadth of the accomplishment. You know what I mean? Like it's all this advancement it, technology and all this money and it'll you know. clean up on technology night. Oh yeah, know? yeah. It'll yeah. I mean. Or the uh, all the uh, technical awards, it's, it's got a real great shot. Yeah, but, but I, I would watch Top Gun Maverick before Avatar: Way of the Water any, any day of the week. Um, Avatar, I, I'll probably I I only watched the first one once, and even though I I briefly thought maybe I should rewatch it before watching the second one, then I was like. No, no, no that's okay. I don't. I don't think I will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the interesting thing is for the directing nominations, you've got Banshees of Inisherin, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, and Triangle of Sadness. So those are the most likely ones to potentially win. Yeah. Which excites me because I think those are those are all really. Um, really exciting ones uh it's unfortunate that sarah polly was not nominated for for the uh, uh women talking oh she well, was still um, good i would was, think i would think that the script would win we should be nominated before the directing yeah, yeah. find the directing i mean it was very good but it's not the kind of movie that showcases directing yeah but you could say the same thing about banshees although there were a lot more visuals i guess you know going on but mm-hmm. woman talking was such a closed off story in, in mostly in a barn, you know, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It was, oh God, and we, we already talked all about it, but it was good. It was really, I was, I was so surprised at how much, and again, I can't say I enjoyed it because yeah. the, the subject matter was so dark, Yeah, but it's deeply unpleasant to like live in that world. Yeah. But it's, it was almost like a relief to hear them talking through it. And you get you feel the catharsis to some mm-hmm. extent when they when they decide to go and then they they get away you know yeah um, you know like there was something cathartic about it while at the same time it's 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 infuriating that that, that things like this happened you know like yeah it's it's not a in, made up in two thousand ten 
Yeah, it wasn't right. that long ago. Um, yep. It's it's probably happened many times other than that in these very closed off communities. I'm not going to say all of them are are doing that, but there's something about extremely religious patriarchal systems that leads to this repression and then you know release um, and uh, of that repression in a very hor- horrifying way. It, yeah, horrifying, but somehow cathartic at the same time. Yeah. It was it was better. I enjoyed it more than joy is the wrong word, but I got I didn't feel like I don't want to be here while I was watching it. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. So the Oscars are going to be um, are there two weeks March from 12th. tomorrow um, from when we're recording this. So anybody going to watch? See if, uh, uh, probably not live. Not. No, see just, if Will Smith um, assaults anyone. Uh, I'm glad I didn't see that live anyway. Like, uh, I mean, it's bizarre, but like, yeah, I, the the whole time that was happening, I was just like, he's going to turn this. He's going to turn it around and be like, no, I'm just kidding. And like, give him like the old, like the bro hug or something. Right. right. You know, I, I kept thinking it was either a setup or he was going to like somehow like laugh it off. Like, eh, now, you know, I'm mad, but uh, we'll, we'll bring it back in. No, he doubled down and get your get get my wife's get ma- name, name, name out, out your mouth. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. I, like I I I would rather things like that didn't happen, of course. But yeah, it just it was like a weirdly like macho, like bizarre, over the top, like performative thing you know like i I don't know i don't know what he was thinking but the kind of sickening thing though is i wouldn't be surprised if the uh, academy is like okay you're out will we you know we have to show a force and get rid of you and stuff but also can you come back and do that again because (laughs) because (laughs) our our ratings numbers are through the roof compared to what they have been in a in in 10 years you 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 can come back and then smack somebody else okay we need more controversy because that's the only thing that's going to get people watching it oh the crazy part i don't last year but like he he did that went back to his seat everyone's like okay and then won the award and got to like get a speech and a round of applause right afterwards it was bizarre like (laughs) what what the fuck's going on is what i was like when i when i like when i actually like read into how it all played out i was like really they they were just like you're allowed to go and smack somebody and then just like return to your seat and win an award Like they could have done that off air. I, I don't. I don't know. Whatever. It, just insanity. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna gonna wrap it up here. Um, I think we are. What do we say? We're unanimous that we want everything, everywhere, all at once to win. Yeah. Um, feel like Banshees might be the actual winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd be happy with either. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So we'll we'll call it an episode there and. We'll see what uh, see how our predictions play, play out in a couple weeks. Okay, dope. I caught it on audio. <laughs> 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 <laughs>